All right, welcome to the Hyperfast Agent Show. We've got an amazing guest today, an agent on our team, the Carrie Scholl team, who's been in the business for four years and is already on pace to do nearly 36 deals this year. Welcome to the show, Kyle Russell. Welcome to the Hyperfast Show, where we believe unlimited growth in business and life is created by surrounding yourself with people who have been where you are going. Learning from others allows you to compress time and grow hyperfast. And now, here are your hosts, Kerry Shaw and Dan Lesniak. Kerry and Dan are real estate developers, best-selling authors, billion-dollar agents, and million-dollar agent makers. And now, get ready to grow hyperfast. Hey, I'm happy to be here. Best uh, real estate podcast in the game, I hear. Yeah, we're we're excited to have you on today, Kyle. I know this is uh, challenging times. We're all going through with the lockdown, but thank you for making the time to jump on Zoom and, and do this podcast. I know the listeners today are going to get a ton of value out of hearing your experiences and, and just getting your advice on... How to, how to you know quickly build a business, which, which is what you have done. So before we dive into some of the those techniques and those strategies, why don't you give people a quick background of, of who you are and, and a little overview of your real estate career? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm. Um, I would say that my career has been based in customer service. Before I was a realtor, I was trained by both Enterprise Rent a Car, which sounds awful, and uh, Edward Jones. But either way, they're both two of the sort of like top customer service based businesses in the US they have you know they they spend a lot of resources on training and customer service so you know i i i didn't enjoy working for either of them but uh you know i wouldn't take it back cuz i i learned a ton through both of them on you know how to deal with just multiple types of people multiple types of situations uh it's it's a really it was a really good foundation so from that point on once i moved on i actually had wanted to be a real estate agent out of high school but I didn't, uh, my parents wanted me to go to college and I wasn't sure how well I would fare as an 18 year old in the real estate industry anyway. But finally, right after that, I decided, yeah, it's, you know, I had savings. It was time to jump into it. So started selling cars for a little bit while I could get my real estate license. Uh, cause you know, had a, had a lot of downtime there. So it was easy to study and also make some money and do what I need to do. So, uh, did that, uh, got my license about, eight months after I had ended with Edward Jones and was selling the cars. And then I started looking around, you know, pickers, I mean, beggars can't be choosers when you're a brand new agent. So just sort of started applying everywhere. I uh, ended up with a smaller boutique firm out of Fairfax that was a similar situation to what the Kerry Scholl team does now, except just, you know, eons behind uh, where, you know, you sort of got some lead generation, you got a little bit of training, and there was a lot more hands-on because that's what I felt like I needed. I didn't really want to do the the Keller Williams or Century 21 stuff where you had to pay to be in it and you were just kind of cogging the system and they didn't care if you sold or not. So I did that. I uh, quickly became one of their top salesmen in that office, which I didn't think was a good thing uh, as a brand new agent. So from that point on, I started looking once I, I felt like there was a ceiling there and I didn't, I don't really like to see a ceiling. So once I saw that ceiling eminently over my head, um, I looked for the Carrie Scholl team, looked around, found them, 
and uh, it all worked out. And that's where I've gotten to today. Great decision. Yeah, I th- I think a, a couple couple interesting points there that we can kind of peel back a little. One is this idea of never being the smartest, most advanced, best performing, or, or whatever you want to call it, you know, person in the room. Because once you do that, you're you're in a place where your growth is limited. In other words, like you need other people that are at your level or a little bit past it to push yourself, to to learn from and 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 to just you know motivate you to get to the next level. So is that is that kind of what you were were thinking early on? Yeah, I mean there there's a couple of principles that you're sticking on there. I mean obviously what you touched base on there was you don't want to be the smartest person in the room. You know, that's when your 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 growth gets stunted. But also like you want to surround yourself with people that you feel uh help your strengths and also help push you to grow more and that you can learn from and um, motivate yourself to potentially pass or get onto the same level as. So um, when you, uh, you know, in that situation, even, you know, it, even the top performers weren't that top of performers in the company. So, you know, if you're getting to that level anyway, it's, it didn't really feel like that much of an achieve, achievement. It felt like sort of like, okay, I had to hit the ceiling and, you know, that ceiling was being just like an average agent which is not what I want to be. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that was a, that was a big driving force. And I mean, not knowing, you know, when you're a first time agent, you don't know what you don't know, but you know, once you're a couple of years in, I think it's pretty easy to see where your growth needs to go. And if you're okay with it being, you know, 15 transactions a year or, you know, what have you then sure. But that just wasn't for me. Yeah. I think, I think the other interesting thing about your, experiences is you got you got to to do sales in other professions cars financial products right and um what would you say the difference has been between selling rental cars selling investments versus selling a home yeah um so there's a tangible factor i mean that's that's a really really big difference it's 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 much simpler i well not much simpler but it's a lot easier to sell something that somebody can see right? I mean, it's, it's right there. You know, a house is there. When they walk into a house, they know what they're buying. You, you can you can jump into the intangibles of homeownership and, and um, you know, making investment uh, in that house. But it's very, very different than my first two sales jobs, which, you know, at Enterprise, you're pretty much selling insurance. I mean, that's, you know, you're, uh, there's like liability and coverage and personal assets and stuff like that, that you're protecting in the car. But, you know, someone, you have to sell value that, May or may not happen, right? I never buy that stuff at, at checkout. By the way, I don't know if that's good or bad or what your opinion is. No, pro tip to everybody: <laughs> don't. It's, it's <laughs> you don't need it, man. <laughs> your insurance company—they'll tell you it won't uh, protect you, but they will. Um, yeah, in, in, in general, I've 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 always thought point of sale insurance on any product or service is is not a good. Good, yeah, good it's deal. not. I mean, the the percentage chance that you're going to use it is so low that I mean, sh- there's going to be some success stories, but it's it's so. I I, I bought it one time though. I'll share, the one time I bought a point of sale insurance was uh, trip cancellation. I was uh, all this shit was going on with weather, getting back from Florida, and I, I was instead of flying to DC, I was gonna, they were going to route me to Philly. So I bought this uh, train ticket. 
which I knew, I knew the flight was probably going to be delayed, so I actually balked the point-of-sale insurance, and I, I got the cash in on it. That's the one time. It's the one time. Hey, at least yeah. that was thought out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at, least, at least there was a higher percentage chance you might use it, you know? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's that's the big deal. I mean, the same thing with insurance. Like, you're just, you're selling like a, you may use it someday. You know, you're going to pay for it now, but you may use it someday. Who knows? So, I mean, that I think that's the the greater, They were those were more challenging than... Yeah, the house you're going to use, you're going to live in it, you can touch it, feel it, like yeah, you're going to yeah. wake up in it, come home to it. Yeah. What, 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 about, what about the, compared to financial investments? So, uh, it's still, it's still even, I mean, that's still pretty intangible. I mean, you can, um, you know, you can, people are going to buy with the intent of, you know, making money off it or saving or, do, you know, doing the 401k or whatever, but you know, it's still pretty much an intangible product. You're saying like, I think this would do well, or I'm going to handle your finances and you don't have to worry about it. Uh, but there's, but I'm, but you're not receiving something the moment you buy it. Right. Like you're, you're not, you know, it's not, there's that instant gratification isn't really there. So they're, they're just a little harder to sell, right. Cause it's really, it's, it sets you up for the other aspect of being a real estate agent where, you know, you're, you're selling based off of your relationship. How quickly can you build a relationship with somebody? Uh, how quickly can you build trust? Um, you have to sound like, you know, even if you don't, you have to sound like, you know, what you're talking about, which you should. Uh, but that, that's a, that's another piece to being a real estate agent, obviously, but that's the whole piece to being an enterprise salesman or, a you know, a financial salesman, because they're not, they're not getting that instant gratification. Hey, hold that thought for a minute. Do you want to get my best selling book, the hyper local, hyper fast real estate agent? for absolutely free. This book has helped tens of thousands of real estate agents and now I wanna give it to you for free. All you pay for is the shipping. Look, you can go on Amazon, read all the five-star reviews and pay $14.99 or you can go to hyperfastfreebook.com and get it for free. All you pay for is the shipping. Again, that's hyperfastfreebook.com. Get your copy today. Again, hyperfastfreebook.com. What do you think is, is harder about real estate compared to compared to selling insurance or, or financial products real estate just a, it's a much it's it's every facet you know I mean so th those again those were like relationship just they were mainly relationship building real estate is everything right for one it's the most important you know people are going to be much more worried about this transaction because it's you'll hear it every single time it's the most important decision that most people are making in their lives. But also you're dealing with multiple personalities. Generally, you're dealing with one to two to three people in the transaction. They may all have different personalities that you have to mesh with and, and, and work together with. And it's a much longer transaction, obviously, as well. So you're, you're the, you know, the person that you deal with when they're looking at houses may not be the same person that you deal with when they're in the middle of a transaction. You know, they may be super nice and super calm and easy to work with when you're looking at houses and then that the day they go under contract, they may be a totally different person, you know? So it's, it's a much, it's just a much more complicated transaction than those two. I mean, once, once you get somebody to say yes and the other ones, it's over. I mean, it's, you know, they've said yes, they back off and they, they may panic here and there, but it's, it's, you're generally, you're done with it at that point. Um, as long as you do your job. Yeah. I was, I was actually just having this conversation on another show with Jonathan and, and, you know, we talked about how you have to be an expert and a, a, a friend because yeah. the, the process is that much longer. And, right. and you know, they, they 
and it's much more emotional. So you're going to have to deal with that. Yeah. And that's that's going to be a challenge for sure. Walk us through like, you know, your your once you made the switch to real estate, mm-hmm. what was the start like um, in those that first year or, or two, and then and then what what what's been the last two years? How's how's that been being being on the team here? Yeah. So the um, the start was awful. <laughs> most most are most are. It's, this is not a this is this is not a uh, an easy uh, industry to start off for most people. Yeah, I mean, I think we we make it look glamorous, uh, but it's it's absolutely not glamorous. <laughs> glamorous, uh, especially when you're first starting off. I mean, it, like like I brought up a little bit earlier. I mean, you just don't know what you don't know, and you know when you're first starting and this is also for me was a transition of having a steady paycheck to being like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to live or die. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm all in here. So that's unsteady. I mean, that's a, that's a hard feeling to have behind you to, to jump into something where you don't know if you're going to be successful or not. And if you're not successful, you're in trouble, you know, um, there's, there, there is no fallback there. So, you know, at the very beginning, you're, I mean, I was willing to help anybody that was breathing right? Anybody that would like talk to me and let me open up a door for them, you know, because you, you, you have to get that valuable experience and, and, you know, you don't, you don't feel like you have the, the background to be able to just say no to people. Um, and there's a lot of, there, unfortunately, there's a lot of like tough learning curves and a lot of things you need to learn by failure and, and success. So, you know, the first year, uh, I mean, it took me I think three months, if I remember correctly, to make my first sale. And, you know, from that point, it, 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 you know, I was hooked. I mean, it's, it's that feeling that you get, you know, when somebody's just really, really happy, you know, like they've made a really, really big decision for their life, for their family, for whatever, whatever reason. And they get done, you know, they close and sign those documents and you hand them that key and you can just see like the brightness in their, in their face. And they're so happy about it. And they want, you know, to hug and, high five or, you know, whatever it may be. I mean, that, that feeling is really to me like no other. And, and, you know, once I had that, once I had that down, that, that was what I was seeking. Right. I mean, I I didn't get that feeling in other, in other sales, like in other types of businesses that I was in, it was always just cold, cold transaction, transaction. You're just chasing transactions. And that's not me. That was, that was not, that's why I hated it. I mean, it took me a while to realize it, but that's why I hated it. They, you, you built, you built a superficial relationship, you know, you built it in like 15 minutes and then the sale was done. And maybe you talk to them some other time after that, or maybe once a year or something like that. Um, this one, I mean, I truly make friends, you know, I truly have people that, that can help me out afterwards and that I can help out afterwards. And we have conversations and we have our team, you know, our team events and stuff like that when, when it's available. So, you know, once I had that feeling it, it, it built, but Still, I mean, it took a long time. I mean, once once I had hit that ceiling and I had gotten into year two with the first firm and, you know, I had like 12 sales. I, mean, I can't remember if it was like 12 or 15, but some, somewhere in that range of sales, you know, I felt I felt the stagnant. I felt the like there was something I didn't know. There was and, and the, the market was getting hotter at that point. So it was a little easier when I first started because there weren't these like. 20 trans, you know, 20 offers that you're trying to beat or, you know, 15 offers that you're trying to beat. And most of the time, the ones I was winning was maybe we might've been the only offer. We may have been two or three offers, uh, but I could tell there was something I didn't know. 
you know, and I, there's something that wasn't being brought to me that I needed to know. So when I made the transition over to the Kerry Schultz team, and obviously they do so much more training, more training than I even knew was possible. Uh, I mean, it just opened up world. I mean, it was so much easier, so much easier. I mean, it's not an easy business, but you know, it, you need to be able to get it as easy as you can get it <laughs> because if you're not, you're, you're going to fail. So, you know, once we, once I got the rest of the training and, and understood, you know, how to really make offers and how to really talk to clients and do what I really should be doing for every single client, I just, I mean, it took off from there because I already had the rest of it. You know, I already had the back, the other back end stuff. Yeah. I think, you know, training extremely vital in everything that you do, if you want to be good at it. And real estate agents, I think, a lot of times struggle with this. And they have this idea that, you know, I'll just show up and show houses or yeah. I'll just call people. And, and no, like you have to practice. Like it's no different than a professional athlete, you know, a doctor who studies for years. Like you, you got to put in the time and the practice if, if you want to do well. Right. I think also, and you hinted at this earlier, you need the right environment. So you need people around you that will push you, that will collaborate with you, that will compete with you. Right. And, you know, I think, you know, at 12 deals, you used to be like the top dude in your office. Now you're going to do 32, 34. Right. I don't even know if that'll put you in the top five. Here. Might not. Yeah, might not. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> right? So that's that's going to push you to 40 or, or, or more in, yeah. in, in the following years. Yeah. So, so you need that training, but you also need, you need that environment. Like, right. you know, I, I noticed this even when I train for Ironmans, when I, when I go to like a, a weekend kind of training event, if I'm around other people that are a little bit better than me or, or even a lot better, like it, it, you know, I, I do the workouts harder. It's right. just, there's just some other extra reserve that somehow you can hit no matter, no matter how much you, you don't want to think that's the case. Like it's just always a little bit easier when there's someone on your tail or, or someone, you know, that you're chasing down. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing how, how your mindset can change when your situation changes. Cause it's like, I remember again, like in year two, you know, getting to like the 14th sale or something to be like, man, I'm killing it. <laughs> you know, like, like, uh, you know, sitting there like at the top of the leaderboard, like, but I'm selling, you know, one and a quarter houses a, a month or something. And now, you know, I get, had got to March and I was at, you know, 12 sales or something like that this year. And I'm like, man, I got to pick it up. <laughs> like, like I sold more in three months than I basically had sold in a year and a half is my first couple of years of being a real estate agent and felt, and I was just like, man, I really, I'm slacking. Like I gotta, I gotta work harder. Yeah. You need, you need the training, but, but you need the, you need the, you know, championship environments. You know, yeah. That's, that's, that's when you have that, like everybody's performance rises, everybody feeds off each other. So it's, right. it's great to watch. It's been, yeah. Great to see with you, and um, I, I know we, we've you've got to get to some showings and wrap up another deal. So, we're, so we're going to wrap up soon. But before we do that, we're going to do the hyper fast round. Are you ready? Okay, sure. All right, so it's rapid fire Q and A time. All right. 
What has been your biggest challenge as a real estate agent? Uh, biggest challenge is opening door locks. <laughs> that's a good one. No, nah, that, that can be hard sometimes. <laughs> so, man, I get nervous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, no, I mean, it's, it's dealing with the personalities for sure. Dealing, dealing with different people every time. All right. What, uh, what has been the most rewarding transaction or person or just anything that, that in your real estate career? Sure. Uh, I had a, I had someone that I worked with for three years. It had a lot of credit issues, had a lot of other like personal things going on in their life and three years of communication with that guy. And uh, last year he finally got to a situation and parents were living with them. It was just not a good situation where they lived. And finally got them to a point where they could buy a house and they bought a beautiful, like huge brand new build house and just like tears in the eyes at the closing day. I mean, it was, that was something that's, I will never forget that. Awesome. Yeah. It's all, all about the follow-up. I mean, credit to you for staying in touch Yeah, for that long. A lot of agents probably would have given up long before. What's been the biggest mistake you've made as a real estate agent? Uh, ooh, biggest mistake. You know, lack of follow-up is probably always the biggest mistake. I think I'm pretty good at follow-up, but still every, you know, every year I get hit with something <laughs> where, where you, you, you got to learn, you know, I mean, it's, it's deals are lost, you know, I mean, helping, helping people buy houses are lost by just waiting one second on follow-up sometimes. Yeah. No, follow-up, follow-up, follow-up. What's your biggest piece of advice to a new agent? Uh, yeah, we've touched on it a lot. Don't, uh, don't do it yourself. Don't do it by yourself. Your 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 growth will be slow. You probably won't be successful. This is not just like a I can just jump into it and and do it. It it you need you need somebody. You need a coach. You need a team. You need people to drive you. All right, last one. Where do you see yourself in five years? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I'm going to try to get into that top five. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I want to see myself at number one, honestly, but uh, I would like to be like at number two with 50 sales, right? <laughs> All right. Number two, 50 deals a year. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for being on the show, Kyle. We've uh, yeah, no problem. had a blast. Before, before we sign off, if people want to get in touch with you or reach out to you about buying or selling a home, what's, what's the best way to connect with you on social or whatever you prefer? Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, anybody can reach out to our team, the Gary Scholl team on CarrieScholl.com, but also um, I am Holmes by Kyle at Holmes by Kyle. Uh, on Instagram and Kyle Russell Real Estate on Facebook, and uh, but you, you, no one, no one should have any trouble finding me. I'll tell you that. <laughs> All right, and, and you can't tell because he's sitting down, but he's like seven feet tall in person. Yeah. so you really won't have Look at these hands. <laughs> <laughs> really won't have a problem finding Kyle. Thanks for being on this show today, and. For all of you tuning in, listening, watching, thank you. We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyper Fat Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyper Fat Shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests and improve our shows. So give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time.